0: What's well, good, everybody? This is Anthony T.J. Andrews uh, coming at you guys with another uh, installment of the Rooftop Chronicles. Um, I'm actually doing this one a little bit earlier than what I normally do. i um, doing a Father's Day edition, right? Um, father's Day is this Sunday. It's the 21st, so happy Father's Day to all the fathers. Um, God bless you. Thank you for being, you know, thank you for staying. Thank you for being fathers. Thank you for um being a male figure in your children's lives and uh, you mean a lot to the world Um, and and your effort is um valued so um I don't I'm not trying to go deep on this one but I'm going to talk to you guys about my dad right? I'm going to talk to you guys about um my father and uh I'm gonna break the whole story down to you I do think that it is um, necessary that excuse me crazy voice crack it is necessary that um, <laughs> well I don't think I don't know if it's necessary I just want to tell you about my dad um, and I am going to tell you uh, the experience that I had um, when my dad passed and, um, and then I'm gonna wrap it up and, uh, and tell you how I am today with all of that. So um, my father's name is or was uh, James Edward Andrews Jr. He was about six four, six five. wore glasses, uh, had the George Jefferson haircut, which basically means you got hair on the sides and you bald at the top. That's, that was my dad. He had really big hands. He um at one point in time he had like a mole on his hand, but he got that removed for like the sake of cancer or whatever. And um had really nice teeth, I guess, you know. Um at times you can see his five o'clock shadow come in, but he always just kept a beard um trimmed over his lips. Or mustache trimmed over his lips. He um was actually a very soft spoken man, but he was he was a manly man to me. Um a very, very hard worker. He um was a very, very good cook. Uh every Sunday he would uh, cook for my granny, his mom and his dad. Um we actually stayed at my grandma at my grandmother's house, his house. Um that he the house that we was raised in. And every Sunday he would cook. Um, he made really, really great fried chicken. Um, he, when I, like, told him that I like baked beans, he'd always make me, like, a side of baked beans. And um, he would, uh, I put bacon over top of it, which was really good. And he would also um, make homemade biscuits, which was just, like, great. Because my papa, he um, actually had he actually had homemade jelly so homemade biscuits homemade jelly like that was amazing i used to eat like like a, a king's feast every sunday but it wasn't just Sundays. like he cooked well it was um he it was uh, he like he could he could make anything like like it just seemed really really good he would make like loaded hot dogs with, like everything on and i didn't like onions but uh, he always put onions on it was always really good and um, he'd always make like homemade fries, like just take French fries and like cut them up and make them. Or like I mean, one day he made himself hush puppies. And um, it was one day like I got irritated because uh, he had asked me before like, was I hungry? And I was like, nah, I'm good. Then like I saw like he had something. And then um, I was like, yeah, I'm hungry now. He was like, well, I already asked you. I was like, bro, like, you haven't know, cooked me anything. <laughs> but um, but I guess you know I should have said yeah, you know, when I when he offered. But um, yeah, but one of the one of my favorite things that he would make would be BLTs. BLTs and freaking french fries, house fries. Man, you want to talk about like, (laughs) that could cure a bad day of school any day of the week. He would come downstairs, you want BLT? And I would be like, yeah. (laughs) So, and it was just like, and it was always cool because he would always give me the food and I would go in like the living room and like eat and watch TV or whatever. And then um, once I was finished, he would like I would take it back in the kitchen. He was like, well, well dad, it must have been good." I was like, "Yeah, it was good." And uh, it would just, it would just always be great. And um, like he would make really good breakfast too, like really good eggs in the morning, like really really good eggs, like with cheese in them, and it would just be really really good. I used to have a homie that used to like spend the night over my house all the time. He used to be like, "Yo, like I always try to make my eggs like your dad makes his eggs, like and it never turned out right." And I was like, "Yeah, I don't know how he does it." He actually taught me how to make eggs I'm not even a big eggs guy, but um he actually taught me that you know well you know you turn the pan up and you wait till it gets hot and then um and then to to test to see if the pan's ready, you just kind of dip your fork into the um, yolk that you have or whatever and just let like some yolk just, uh, fall into the pan and if the the egg begins to cook that's how you know the pan's ready and uh <laughs> you don't have to keep the pan on high because if you keep the pan on high, the eggs will burn. So once you start cooking it, just turn the pan down. And like, I still do that to this day forward. So um, yeah, uh, my dad was uh, a beast in the kitchen. And uh, I remember one time we tried to make homemade pizza. It it, it turned out okay. It was all right, but it went went all that. But yeah, back to my dad. Um, um, He was in the military, I believe, for like 13 years. I believe, that's what I usually say. Probably just like get the exact number of that. He was in the military. He was actually a drill sergeant. He um, he had the hat and everything. Like, he was a guy that was, like, in people's face, like, What are you doing out here, soldier? Da-da-da. Like, he was that guy. But, like, but it was night and day. It was, like, he wasn't that guy to me. You know? Um, it wasn't like, Straighten it up, soldier. Straighten it. it. It wasn't like that. Like, he didn't do to... You know, coming up, soldiers like he didn't do that stuff to me. Um, he uh, like I said, was really soft spoken. Now, like I didn't cross my dad. Like like I said, he was six four. You know, everybody like maybe like two two something, two hundred some pounds. You know, Um like I tried to get like like big in my britches a couple times. Like with them and like I learned my lesson. <laughs> you know. Yeah, so I'm sorry about that. Like, I don't want to go back and, like, try to um, just repeat everything I said. Like, so I'm an incoming call that happened, so I'm, I'm really sorry about that. Like, I'll put something in there so you guys can, you know, I'm like, just I put a little, probably a beep in there <laughs> so you guys can, so I can get along with the story, basically, is what I'm saying. So um, I hope I'm not trying to annoy you guys. I hope it's not annoying but um, yeah, um, yeah, he was, you know, I never crossed him, you know, like he, like, he was just a stern man, like he ne- very rarely had to raise his voice, you know what I'm saying? Cause I knew like he was about business, you know, and um, uh you know I, I just never, he, he wasn't abusive in any way. You know, he, he wasn't, you know, he, he never had to lay a hand on me, you know, he just, said, you know, he just had to say a few things, and it was like, okay, I get it, like, I'm not trying to mess with you, you know what I'm saying, He's, he was, he was, you know what I'm saying? he was, he was my dad, you know what I'm saying, he was, he was, he was, he was my dad, um, um, so, now, my dad had, like, some, some negative parts, you know, and I may as well just go ahead and say, it. like, my dad had some, some things about him, you know what I'm saying, that, like, that some people don't know about, you know, and, um, you know, I had I had moments where, you know, my feelings were hurt because, like, you know, things were said that he would do then he he, he wouldn't do them, you know, and I feel like I'm, I'm going to be transparent, you know what I'm saying, like, I am, I'm just going to be transparent, you know, like, we, emotionally, like, I would have liked for us to have connected more, you know what I'm saying, um, definitely, by far, you know, I think, um. I was an emotional young man, and, you know, sometimes not knowing how to, you know, express myself with words, emotionally with words, I think that was something that we, I wish we could have gotten better at, you know what I'm saying? Um, so, you know, there were other things that my father was dealing with that, you know, that sometimes got in the way of, of relationships, but I like i knew he i would like to say that he took them hardly you know what i'm saying or harshly you know but um but that that is that is definitely the reality of it you know what i'm saying and um so I, like i said i'm gonna be real with this this father's day thing and um just let you know about my father um but to me you know what i'm saying like My okay. My father's nickname was Teddy. I used to call him that for as long as I can remember, because um, that's what I heard other people call him. Like, you know, his mother called him Teddy. My mom called him Teddy. My brothers called him Teddy. You know, he was actually my brother's like stepdad for a little while. They had the utmost respect for him too, because he was like there. He was he was there. He was present. He was a male figure. But um, for for me, it was just like well, everybody else called him Teddy. Like, I'm gonna call him Teddy. And um, it wasn't until, like, I was, like, way older that, let me say, let me be real. Let me be real. Like, it wasn't until I was, like, maybe 18, 19, where I actually started calling my dad, dad. And it was awkward for a little while. And I know, like, some of you are like, what? Like, yeah, that's, that's. when I look back on it, I'm like, yeah. But I believe that was just because, like, there was a form of love from a son to a father that I didn't know about. And I wasn't aware of him, you know, so, like a form of, like, intimacy or connection that from a son to a father that I wasn't aware about, you know, and I just didn't have that. And I don't think I really grasped that until, like, I grew, I guess, more mature or deeper into my relationship with God, you know, my heavenly father. So, um, yeah, I called him Teddy for a vast majority of, of, of like, years, man, and... um, But, you know, he was great to me you know um, he was and uh, I know that there are some things that could have been done and should have been done you know like as a father you know it, it, the father is so pivotal because he is the one who can speak things over you you know he's the one who can uh, make you understand like who you are as a man being able as a father, being able to speak things over your children or over your family, that is so important because a father's words like they have the ability to create or tear down God, the father, he had he, he used his words to create. So just a father's words, they are very imperative to the identity of the children. Right. I, I hope I said that correctly. A father's words is very important to the development of a child's identity there you go Um, so for a while you know I wrestled with my identity and sometimes I still wrestle with my identity because I'm still in the process of getting in my heavenly father's face so he can tell me who I am you know like I had to learn that the things the areas where my father lacked were because he wasn't developed in those areas either as a child so you can't fault somebody for you know not doing something if they don't know how to do it so I don't fault him for that at all and the reality is it's a harsh thing like sometimes I'm like man like that's being mean to my father nah that's just being real that's why I didn't know who I was you know what I'm saying like my father was was there like I said, he was very present and i and I love him, but, like I said, as I grew deeper in my relationship with God, I learned some things, you know, and I understood some things, and the process of forgiveness had to take place you know um but in no way shape or form am I like downplaying my father, you know my my dad, you know teddy um so one thing we always loved doing is like we, we would go to the movies. Like I love like animated movies. Like I like happy movies. I'm not too big on suspense. I'm not too big on like, I hate horror movies. Um, I really I just can't stand them. Like, real rap, I'm scared of them. I just don't like them. Like, horror movies today like suck. They suck. Um, they just suck in general. But um, yeah, like my favorite movie is Aladdin. Like we, like we went to see Aladdin like six times. Or at least that's how many times I think we went to see Aladdin. Right. I know every song to Aladdin, like, <laughs> I can, I will bust out in an Aladdin tune, like, at any given time, but, like, that was our movie, that's what we went to see, first movie we have, first movie I ever went to see, like, this is why I love, like, just going to the movies, and like, I love Marvel movies, DC movies, comic book movies, superhero movies, like, I love that, I, I think I remember the first movie we went to see was, like, the first Batman with, um, uh, it's Michael Keaton, I believe, Yeah, it's not Val it's Michael Keaton. Yeah, it was in the plaza. This is when, like, the movies in the plaza was, like, on the upper level, not the lower level. Like, that was the first movie we went to see. And that was amazing, you know what I'm saying? And um, we went to see Men in Black and X-Men. It was just, like, that was our thing. Like, our thing was to go to the movies and then go eat pizza, pizza in the plaza. Like, Like, and the big, like, the reason I remember his hands was because he would come in from work and he would, like, he would always tell me, like, you know, not this week, but the week after that, like, you know, go catch a movie and we can go get some pizza and I was like okay that's cool you know what I'm saying like and I always look forward to that and like I said there were some times where like things were were hindered um because of some of the other things that he was dealing with you know um and uh but he he'd eventually like come back around I would like to say I was forgiving you know as a child you know what I'm saying um I would like to say that you know but i guess now like it is like i'm big on like hey like you know i would like to say that i'm big on it. if somebody says they're gonna do something just go ahead and do it but like i said it's it's one of those things where it's just, like you understand as you get older as you mature you understand a whole lot more than, than what you were as a child you know um but like sometimes as you get older like that child that 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 child in you like it needs to be healed it needs to be you know restored and I believe God is our father in heaven is good about doing that going back and healing the wounds the childhood wounds that we have because we're still supposed to come to him as children as children no matter how old you are we're still sons we're still we're still his sons we're still his daughters you know what I'm saying like we're still his at the end of the day um you know, if you want to enter into the kingdom of heaven, I believe he says it in Matthew, like you, you, you should, you know, come to him as a child, you know, and he warns it's like, you know, blessed are these children that, you know, come to me as a child. Like, and, and, and for any man that would try to harm these children, you know, I would see that he would put a noose, a noose around his neck and a millstone around his neck and cast himself into the sea. That childlike wonder is the thing that we're supposed to have, you know, because we need our father, that dependency, that utter and hopeless dependency of a father, a person who will come and have your back. That's, that's, that's what I believe that, that we're supposed to have as believers, as believers, period, as believers. Wonder, you know what I'm saying? Willing to learn, soaking everything up, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes strain, but then coming back and learning our lesson. Childlike wonder is what I believe he wants us to have <laughs> because that, 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 that gives way to faith, you know what I'm saying? That gives way to... Uh, uh, higher levels of faith, I believe. You know what I'm saying? Higher levels of expectation. What are you going to do today? My father's showing up for me today. Oh, my father's on his way. Oh, my father's coming through. You know what I'm saying? Like that childlike wonder. And even when, we, even when we're in a season where we feel like, you know, our prayers aren't being answered. Robert Zachariah said this. Um, the, the purpose of prayer isn't necessarily so we will get everything that we want but the purpose of prayer is so we would inevitably develop a heart that is completely in tune with our fathers. So, though we have childlike faith or childlike wonder, you know, we still want to grow in our level of prayer or in our level of faith in a, in a way where we're so in tune with what our father wants us to do because we're so dependent on every word. Like our hearts have to be in line and in tune with him. So that was a little tangent, a little sidebar. You know, like, I hope I didn't like confuse anyone. But yeah, like we, going back to my dad, um, Teddy. Um, <laughs> like he, yeah, that's what we, we would go to the movies. I love going to the movies. Like one of the, another movie that I will like never ever forget that we went to was, uh, it was me, my dad, and one of my friends, Anthony Stedman, an OG friend of mine. Uh, we went to see The Matrix. We went to see The Matrix in the plaza. And man, when I tell you, like, we did not stop talking about The Matrix from the time we got out of that movie theater to the time we got home, it was amazing. And my dad would just laugh. He, he had this, like, <laughs> like, this laugh. Like, when he would laugh, his shoulders would shrug up and down. Right, and it was just, like, it was amazing to me. Um, and then, like, so that was, like, Matrix is my all-time favorite movie by far. Top one, period. And just the simple fact that I have him, like, attached to that, that's amazing as well. Um, yeah, so, like, the movie's were I think, because, like I said, we would go to the plaza, and then we go to get pizza, and then we walk back home, like... Another phone call that I got interrupted at I'm sorry you know I, no, I don't mean to keep drawing you in and then throwing you back out I apologize about that um yo I could go on and on and on about my dad um I really could um yeah I really really could There's this one time, like I, um, I was walking. I actually got the chance to go to on a school trip, right, um, in eighth grade, and I was like walking with my dad or whatever. And I was like, "Hey, don't embarrass me in front of my friends." That was such a lame thing to say. And uh, my friends, like we were walking by my friends, and my friends were acting like complete fools. He was like, "I don't think it's me. You need to worry." about. <laughs> and I was like, "Touche." <laughs> so, but I thought that was just super lame of me to say. Um, I guess there were a lot of times in my life like I would you know, uh, derive or, or make up uh, a certain perception of who he was based off of the information that other people gave me instead of just like sitting down and, and learning who he was as an individual period. And uh, sometimes that's whack, you know like don't do that. But um, to me, you know, he was, uh, he, was a, he was a good dad. Um, you know, and uh, and, I, and I love him for that. Um, I wrecked my car. I had a green 1994 Ford X, Escort and I wrecked my car. And I was so mad. I was like, oh my gosh. Like, and I gave him a ride in that. Um, I gave him a ride in that car. That was one car like I had that he rode in. I gave him a ride to the store and it was like amazing. Cause I was like, man, I'm giving my dad a ride. Like we used to walk everywhere. And um, I wrecked that car. And uh, I was so devastated. And I'll never forget, like, I was at my granny's house. I don't even know, I think my mom dropped me off. I don't even know, I, don't even know how I got over there. My um, shout out to Josh, because he was in the back seat when, like, he, my little brother-in-law Josh, he was in the back seat when, um yeah, I gave my dad a ride to the, ride to the store or whatever. Um, yeah, he, uh, I was in the kitchen, I was like, man, like, I don't know what to do. And, like, he was sitting down, he was listening and listening, and he was like, hey, like, I get some money for my taxes, like, you know, we're going to get you another car. I was like, oh, okay, you know, and and then, like, I went into the kitchen, I was like, man, like, I'm so disappointed, and, like, yo, like, he, he put his arm around me, and was like, I know it's hard right now, but it's going to be okay, and I was like, what? (laughs) So, and the reason I was like that, because, like I said, we didn't really show emotions, you know what I'm saying, like, we didn't really start hugging to, like, the later, the latter parts of my life, like, when I was 19, 20, 21. But, like, for him to say that to me, I was like, yo, like, that's amazing. Like, that's, that's the childlike embrace. That's that fatherly embrace children want, you know what I'm saying? So, hug your kids, dads. Don't be, don't be all hard. Like, hug your freaking kids, all right? Like, tell them you freaking love them. Like, they, that affirmation that they need from a father, like, they need it. And if you don't think you have that, ask your heavenly father for it. Because he is the father of all fathers. He is the father to the fatherless, okay? That's in Psalm 68, I believe, yes. Psalm 68, he is the father to the fatherless. So, like, he knows what it is to be a father. Like, you know, he is our heavenly father. So, yeah, like, yeah, Psalm 68. But he did that, and that was amazing, right? And um, around, like, 1920, like, we, I would say, like, we really started to develop a really good relationship. It just started to thrive a little bit more, you know what I'm saying? And um, thinking about the movie, I can only imagine a little bit. But um, he was like, Yeah, we started telling each other, I love you more. And like, I started talking to him about like, you know, potentially being a teacher or being a soccer coach and stuff like that. Like, he hadn't, like, he saw me play soccer in high school um, maybe like, I mean, once or twice. And um, I was in marching band in high school as well. Like, he came out once, one Friday night and uh, like saw me and like I, I'm like walking up cause we had just finished our performance and I'm walking off the field and like I just, hear gospel, I just hear a guy say TJ. And I like look and it was my dad and like time froze. I was like he came out here to see me. You know what I'm saying like even though like it was over I was like and he was like I didn't know it was this big like I'm gonna come out and see you more. And I was like, like great like yeah that's what I want you to do like I want you to come out you know and um but that just made my day. Like, that made my day. And, um, like, your father sees you. God sees you. You know what I'm saying? He sees us. He sees us. He sees us. He sees me. He sees me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, if my hand's my hands clicking on my um, headphone. He sees you. And he loves you. And he cares for you. Um, yeah. So, um, so now I'm going to fast forward, right? Fast forward to... A pretty heavy part, right? Um, this is the part where my dad he went to the hospital. Um, so I go over to my granny's house, and this was back in two thousand seven, two thousand eight, yeah. And uh, I go over to my granny's house, and it's like a Friday. Like he's my granny's like, well, your dad's sick, you know, he's been sick all weekend or whatever, and um, you know, like you know, she went out with my aunt player. Um, aunt Stephanie, I call her, I call a player. She's like, she's a beast. Um, she's, she's, she's a super dope aunt. But she had went out and um, he was downstairs. Like I came into the house, I was like, hey, like what's going on? And I was like, he was sitting in the chair, he was like, yeah, like, you know, I'm not feeling too good. And I was like, and I looked at him, I was like, yo, you don't look good. So I was like, hey, like, let me go and like, let me go get you some stuff then. So like I went to the grocery store, like I got him some, some like chicken noodle soup and I got him some orange juice or whatever. And, um, I brought it back to him. I was like, hey, man, like, you got to take care of yourself, man. You got to be here for a long time. So, um, I think that was, that was Friday. And I was at the church. And then, like, um, Saturday, that Saturday, like, I got word that he was in the hospital. So, like, I, um, went to see him. He, I got the word. and I immediately went over to, like, Lynchburg General Hospital. And, um. My granny was in the hospital with him. I think my papa was. I think maybe my aunts were. My aunt Terry, aunt Sandra, one of the two. And, um, and, uh, he was just in the hospital bed. And I was like, I was like, hey, man, like, you got to get better, bro. Like, I'm not used to seeing you sick. And I was like, you know, this is the last time I want to see you in here. You know, and, um, so, like, that Saturday, like, I left and, um, went to church on Sunday and, like, heard a great word and, you know, like, Here's the thing about, like, words that we hear. Like, sometimes words that we hear, you know, they don't stop the outcome. They may not stop the outcome to certain situations, but they're to keep us and help us get through certain situations. you understand what I'm saying? So, like, we may be going through something, like, really, really terrible. And we may hear a word that says, like, God's about to do something amazing in your life. And we may think that, like, that word is for, like, right here and right now. And we can take that and and like, but if, if that, if we, if we take that word and we apply it to this relationship or situation, but that situation still ends up bad, sometimes we can think that that word was like a lie. No, it wasn't a lie. It was, it's still the truth. It was just a word to help you get through what, you know, you were supposed to go through, if that makes sense. You know, what I'm saying? it was a word to help you as you go through that hard thing. That word wasn't to stop the thing from happening; it was to help you get through it, right? So, yeah, like got a great word, and I was like, "Yeah, my dad's gonna come out of the hospital. It's gonna be great." So that Sunday, I go to church, and then like that Monday, I go and I go see him in the hospital. And the crazy, like, my, okay, once again, me and my dad, like, we love cartoons. Like Saturday morning cartoons. Like he loved X Men. His favorite X Men was Cyclops. My favorite X Men was Wolverine right of course he liked Cyclops because Cyclops wore glasses or whatever so but he loved like so we that once again like that's what we love so um we um share a common interest that we shared it was very lighthearted. like he liked everybody loves Raymond he liked Seinfeld he liked um loved the uh, Leno Letterman like that's why I, like I like I have the humor that I have I think I would like to say that it comes from him and from some of the shows that we watched you know like The Simpsons, like he would also watch like weird the like X-Files and stuff like that. And he loved he loves Stephen King books and stuff like that too. Dean Koontz and stuff like a Harry Potter. Like I used to get him those books. He could read a book in a day and then just go back and like reread it the next day cuz he liked it so much. Love Saturday, love Sunday comics, the Sunday the comics that come in the Sunday paper, love those too. But um yeah, I'm sorry for, I'm sorry for segue. I'm sorry for, I'm I'm getting right back to it. So so um yeah, that Monday I go and see him and like um he was, I guess he was put on dialysis, um, uh, I want to say maybe for kidney failure, liver failure, one of the two, and, um, I need to get my facts straight with this whole thing, too, like, to, to, to really, like, the, the, I don't really know the medical terminology, you know, I believe it was either kidney failure or liver failure, one of the two that, that you know, that inevitably he passed away from, right, so, um, I go there, and my granny's there, and my papa's there, and like, he's in the bed, he's a little weak because of dialysis, and, um, like he has Sports Center on T V and um and he I think he was like I think he was like, Hey, can you turn it to something else? And I, I think I turned it I wanna say I used to turn it, I, think I, turned it to, I think I turned it to Nickelodeon. And it was a cartoon on. And he was like, Okay, that's better And I was like, Oh my gosh, like me and my dad are so much alike and it was so lighthearted and then um and then uh, I uh, I actually had to I had ended up having to go somewhere. And um I don't know where I, had, I, don't know if I had to go to class or what, what it was, but um, yeah, I actually ended up having to go somewhere, and then, um, so I'm thinking, I'm like, hey, like, you're going to be fine, like, I'll be back to see you later on. I didn't tell him I loved him, right, and uh, I, it's like, I don't have any hard feelings about that, but I just, that's just something that I just, just remember, like, I just, I, I don't, I, now, I don't, I know, I don't remember if I said it or not, but I just, in my head, I knew, I was like, yo, I'm, I'm going to come back and see you, like, you're going to be fine, like, I knew that, though, right, I knew that. And before I left, my granny was like, hey, are your feet cold? And my granny, like, put some socks on his feet. My papa was in the room, too, right? Um, so uh, I, go, I go home that night. I actually go see, like, well, in that day, like, I go see another, another man who actually gave me that car, right? The, the, um, he actually ended up, like, I think giving me another car, <laughs> I believe. Like, yeah, I think he did. Yeah, I think he did. He actually ended up giving me another car. And um, his name is James Urquhart, one of the most beautiful human beings in the world, right? So, like, he was like, hey, how you doing? How's your dad doing? I was like, oh, he's doing great. He's doing fine. Like, I was like, you know, he's going to do something. guys about to do something amazing. So, like, that night, like, I go home, and um, I'm, I'm staying at my mom's house at this time, I go, and I sleep on the sofa. And then, like, around, like, 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock in the morning, like, 12, 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock in the morning, like, I get a call from my aunt. And my aunt says, like, hey, TJ, like, like, your dad's taking, a, like, a turn for the worst. Like, what do, you, what do you want us to do? I'm like, uh, 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 like, I'm just like, you know, just, just wait a minute, like, I'll be right there, like, I'm, I'm getting up now, like, can somebody come and get me, and, um, so, like, I get up, and I text my mom, I was like, hey, like, my dad's not doing good, just please pray, and that's just, like, okay, right, and, um, and then, like, as I'm in the house, like, I'm, like, like praying hard, like, casting the devil out, you know, like, Saying like devil you, you won't have my dad, like he's gonna be healed, like in the name of Jesus. Like I'm walking up and down the hallway. And then like my aunt calls again It was like, TJ, like your dad's taking a change for the worst, like a turn for the worst, like like what do you want us to do? And I'm like, hey, just come and get me now. So like I'm waiting and waiting and waiting. Like I had I had shorts on. I think I had like some type of tennis shoes on. I don't know if they were Air Force ones or what. Then I had like this white Echo like sports jacket on. If you got if you guys know what Echo is, right? So, like, I was like, forget it. So, my mom lives on Peninsula Street, and that is, like, near Farm Basket. And so, Lynchburg General is, like, I guess is what it's called. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's right, it's, it's up the street. Now, I ain't going to say it's right up the street. When you're walking from my mom's house to the hospital, that's a bit of a hump. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's a big hill. But so, I'm just like, forget it. I'm going to run up to the hospital. Because in my head, I was like, all I got to do. Is get to him and pray over him, and if I do that, he's gonna be fine. So, bro, like I, I literally open, swing the door open, slam it behind me, and I start running. Right? I run, and this is one time in my life where, like, I was like, I just did not feel tired at all. I don't know if it was adrenaline. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm getting it. Like, I'm gone, and like this hill, like I'm crushing this hill right now. But as I'm going up the hill, I see my aunt's coming down the hill in a black little truck that she has, right? So I'm like, do I still run up there or do I, like, turn back around? So eventually I turn back around, like, I run down the hill a little bit and then I get to the bottom of the hill, the bottom of Peninsula Street and then, like, I start walking up the hill and then I run up the hill some more because I'm like, all right, my aunt's there. All I got to do is get in the truck and we're going to go right up the street. So I get to my mom's house and my aunt was like, you know, you know, TJ, I'm sorry to say it, but your dad, you know, he died, and I was like, you know, I I lost it, you know what I'm saying, like, I was like, nah, he's not dead, you know, he's asleep, you know what I'm saying, like, my mom hugged me, my aunt, my aunt Lynn was there, like, she hugged me too, she was just, she was distraught, because it was like, she, like, everybody knew my dad, and um, so it was, it was a weird time, you know what I'm saying, so, because I was just like, I, I didn't really know how to feel, and um, so I kind of get changed, and you know, my mom hugs me again, and like I get back, I get in the back seat of my aunt's truck, my aunt Sandra Monterey. Yeah, it's me again. Sorry, again. <laughs> yeah, so I'm um, in the back of my aunt's truck, and uh, they just take me over to my granny's house, my dad's mom. So um, just to pick you up on some things, right? My granny, uh, my dad's mom, uh, she had two sons, and she had a daughter. Uh, she has a daughter. Um, uh, my dad, um, James Edward Andrews Jr., Teddy. Um, uh, her middle son, Donald Fitzgerald Andrews, uh, Yaki, or Uncle Yaki, or Donald. Um, and her daughter, uh, Stephanie Andrews. Um, now her middle name is, now, now her maiden name is, uh, not, no, 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 her, her, her last name now is Early. So Stephanie Andrews Early, right? Um, so my granny had already, she had lost, uh, her middle child, her middle son, Donald to, uh, complications from a liver transplant, right? Um, that was quite a few years before that. And, um, and now she had lost her oldest son, which was my dad, Teddy. So there, there are quite a few times where I sit back and I'm just like, man, my granny has, uh, has, has been through some things. My granny and my papa they've been through some things my family in general right so um and my, and my aunt Stephanie you know the younger sister so yeah I ride over to my granny's house and um this, this also broke me down I, I love my granny um a lot and um so I walk into the living room and like she, she looks at me and she just breaks down and starts crying so um that really that really got to me and um I, once again, I just didn't know what to say. I didn't know how to respond. I, I, just, I just held her, you know. And um, and I was angry, you know. I was, I was very angry. And um, I was very, very upset because I didn't like seeing my granny like that considering the fact that she had already lost, you know, a son already. And uh, my papa, he is, uh, the way that he expresses himself, he's... he's we, we have a much more I would say we have a beautiful relationship now um but some people express themselves in different ways you know my papa uh he would just he would just put his hands to work you know um and he didn't say much he just sat in the shed and just put his hands to work and I would look at him quite a few times I just didn't know what to say to him either but it was uh that was a tough time and um like my other family started coming over and everybody started you know consoling us and things of that nature and um you know, around this time, you know, I'm, I'm coaching soccer, New Covenant, still at New Covenant all those years back or whatever. And um, I, uh, well, during the week, uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, let me, get, let me get my thoughts together. So, I, after a while, I go upstairs into my, my bedroom, right? Then me and my dad, we shared a bedroom, you know, um, through high school. Like, from middle school through high school, we shared a bedroom. I didn't see anything wrong with it, I mean, but um, that's just what it was for us, right? And they, as I was a younger kid, like, there would be nice. Like, I couldn't go to sleep until I knew that he was, like, in the house, right? I would hear the the front door close, and then, like, then I'd hear him come upstairs, and, like, I'd hear the bedroom door close. And then once I heard the bedroom door close, like, then I would go to sleep. But, um, but yeah, I was upstairs in the bedroom, and I was listening to some, like, gospel music, trying to get my head together, but I was, like, really down. And then my mom called, she was like, hey, get out of that room. You know, don't stay in that room, you know, everything's gonna be okay. So I got out of the room and I just kinda like sat and you know um just kinda sat and uh just dealt with it or endured it. I was kinda numb. I was kinda numb. I was very numb. And um yeah, so the whole funeral arranging, like that was a weird process. Cause like everybody kept coming up to me and asking me, like, hey, what do you think your dad should wear? Like, should you wear this? Should you put him in that? Like, he had, like, they ended up, like, putting him in, like, a black and white suit or whatever. And, um, and I, but then back, man, I'm like, why are you guys asking me? Like, like, I don't know. And I guess to some degree, I think I heard somebody say, like, well, you're the man now, you know, like, you're the man in the family And now, like, you, you gotta, you gotta, like, uh, decide. But at the same time, I think it was really nice of them to come and, you know, ask me that, because sometimes, like, it doesn't go that way. So, you know, leading up to that point, um, even to the point where, uh, you know, leading up to the funeral day, the day of the funeral, and you know, we all sat in um, the limousine like we all rode down to the to the graveside or whatever. And um, you know, it was uh, it was rough. Uh, you know, seeing my papa and seeing my aunt and um, seeing my uncle Vincent. He was very loving, which I appreciate him for that. Um, seeing my granny, like you know, she was really you know, just just distraught, you know, just really heartbroken, because that was her first son, you know, her firstborn, sorry, I was a gnat, firstborn, and, um, so that was, that was, like, hearing her cry, like, the way that she cried was just, that was rough, that was a rough sound, and, um, because my, um, father was in the military, they actually did a, I don't know to call the gun salute, they did that for him, and they played taps, and that that hit me hard too because um, I played trumpet in like high school, so but then they gave me the the flag and uh that was rough it, it it was a hard time and um after you know after that process like I was numb like i i didn't i hated soccer i hated everything you know I, you know i was um I really didn't know where to go to for solace. I didn't know how to express my feelings. I didn't grieve well at all. Um, I didn't know how to. I didn't understand it. Um, people did reach out to me and ask me if I was okay. And, you know, um, Pastor Willis, uh, the, the pastor of the church that I was attending, he was very gracious about that. And that was really wonderful. And, um, you know, my family was great. Um, I just wanted to shout him out. Um, yeah, you know, and I um, was dating my wife at the time, my, my then girl, she, and she told me, like, you need to express yourself, and I just was like, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to I'm fine, but I was trying to find something from other individuals. I was trying to find something in in the relationships that I was in, but I couldn't find what I was looking for because I didn't have the relationship with God that I needed to have or the understanding of, a, of what a relationship looked like with God so I could properly, you know, heal. So, um... So, as time went on, you know... I acknowledged that he was gone, but it was like he's gone. You know, like there were no more Sunday dinners, there were no more um, just meeting up with him, like movies and things like that. And it was rough because, like, there were they were like pivotal moments in my life. I was 21. I just turned 21. I and um, you know, I was coaching soccer, and I, I would always ask myself, I was like, I wonder what my dad would do if he was here. And I still ask myself that question to this day, you know. Um I told my dad that, yo, I'm gonna win an Espy. And when I win an Espy award, that's like a sports where I was like, when I win an Espy, you're gonna be my guest there. And I still hope I win a freaking ESPY Don't get me wrong, that's you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I still hope I win a freaking ESPY And um I was I was like, I'm dedicated to you and I'm gonna put you in this nice tailored suit and you're gonna be my guest. And I was like, and I'm gonna get you a. A four pickup truck. It's gonna to be top of the line four pickup truck, and um, you know I was like, "I'm gonna do that for you," you know. So um, yeah. As as years went on, like um, like my marriage when I got married, like you know not having them there was 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 rough because I wanted them to see me get married. You know. I wanted to see what he would look like in a suit. Um, you know, when I have if I have children or when I have children, like I wanna see his the look on his face, you know. I wanna I would I I, I wanted to you know, let him hold my child and like let him know like, Hey you're a papa, you're you're a, a pop pop now, you're you're a granddad now. You know, and um you know, like I'm six two now with a mustache and like, you know. I can kind of look at him eye to eye now. Like, I would just wonder what jokes we would say or what movies we go see and stuff like that. So, um... Yeah. So, there, there's some moments where I'm just like, man, like, it sucks, you know, that he's not here. Um... So... Me being who I am now... I don't don't think I'd be who I am now if if, uh, that had not happened which is a tough pill to swallow was my father a believer? I believe that he was there was a moment in church that I remember a long time ago and um, and uh, I remember seeing him go up and getting prayed for by the pastor and uh, you know I um, I didn't verbally hear him like confess his faith to Jesus Christ but I just believe in him you know I pray that he just took that time to uh, confess his, confess that Jesus Christ is Lord because I want to see him again, you know. I want to see my Savior again, you know. So uh, I want to see my Savior first and see my Father, you know. So um, as I said, like, I'll, I'm not trying to be like, it's supposed to be Father's Day. Like, <laughs> it is, you're right, you know, um, but here's like I guess the good the no the good thing about it is is um my heavenly father my, my natural father was gone but my, my heavenly father stepped in and uh, it's been a it's been a journey for me with this process and um, every time I see a marvel preview come out or a cartoon movie come out I'm like man like I would love to take my dad to see that I, you know every time I get a car I'm like man what would my dad think about this car you know, um, or what would my, my dad think about this house or, you know, what would he say about this football team or this football game or something of that sort, you know, what, how would he act in this new age? Like, would he w- know how to use himself? Like, I would come and pick him up from work and take him to work and do whatever he needed me to do, you know, like, I would bring him to church, you know, because I, I feel like I'm a different guy now, but like, hey, you coming to church with me now, you know, <laughs> and we, we he did he did come to a couple of church events, like when we, we used to watch the Super Bowl at our church sometimes, and. um and that was really cool. And he came and it was, you know, he stayed for a little while, but then he was like, hey, I'm ready to go. And I acknowledged that. And that was really dope. So that was another time he actually rode in my car, which was good. So, um, but I don't think I'd be who I am without that occurring in my life. And um, for my heavenly father to step in, uh, Abba, you know, uh, father to the fatherless, you know, he is showing me who I am every day. And sometimes I have to realize like he's not just God, you know, he—he's not just almighty and sovereign, you know, but he's loving and tender and kind. And he loves me, and he loves you. He loves me. He—he he hugs me. He sings over me. He kisses my cheek. He—he, he, you know, I'm the—you know—he comes running down the prodigal road, puts a, uh, a ring on my finger, puts a robe on my back. He. He sent his only begotten son, the, the firstborn among, among many brethren, to die for me. I am his son. You know, I have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but I have received the spirit of adoption whereby I cry, Abba, Father. So he's still developing in me the identity that he always had for me, that he made up for me, but for the foundations of this world. He is my father. You know what I'm saying? I am his son. And yes, I'm preaching to myself because sometimes I have to remind myself of that. I'm a lost sheep and my, you know, Father sent a savior to come and get me because he loves me. I'm an heir to Christ. And if I'm also an heir, then I'm a joiner to the kingdom of God. You know, our father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, high and lifted up. You know what I'm saying? He is so sweet. He's so sweet. And um, I think I'm just grateful that he sings over me. he's so sweet and I just I just love him and I don't have all the answers to why like my father Teddy like had to leave this earth before I wanted him to but he has the answers and one thing about this walk is like yo I've just come I've come to the realization like no I don't know all the answers but God's got it and like even when I can't comprehend it even even when my mind can't like break it down I'm just like, I'm good. God's got, you know, he's got me. Because, like, I've said it before, like, this is all I got. I know sometimes, like, I got try to squander it away because of, like, I look at my relationships and finances and other stupid stuff, but like, bro, like, really? Like, really? When you narrow it down to everything? He's all I got. He's all I got. My father, my heavenly father is, is all I got. Like, I am his son. And he is my father. Like, he, you know. So... You are sons, and uh, he's our father. And he sings over you, too, and he loves you, too, and he cares for you, too, and he sees you, too. And he doesn't shame you when you make a mistake. He, he puts a robe on you and a ring on you and throws a party for you. And um, he says, I'm glad you're back. he's so sweet. So, to all you fathers out there who just like may not think you're doing a good freaking job, just know like God, our Heavenly Father has everything that we need. We can draw strength from him and be who he's called us to be. He's really, really good, you guys. He's a good, good father. He will never leave us nor forsake us. He won't. He will not. There's not a promise that he's not kept. You know, there's, he's always, he always keeps his promises. He, he's never failing. He always reigns. He's not afraid of anything. He, he sits in Proverbs, it says, He gives us wisdom from a father to a son. I am a son. You are a son. You are a daughter. Like, He loves us. He wants what's best for us he wants us to be whole in our heart and our minds that's why he speaks to us every day he sent a savior for us he sent the holy spirit to help us he's like i send everything because i love you and he loves us so with all of that being said happy father's day i love you i appreciate you listening i'm sorry for all the cutoffs (laughs) forgive me please I will add segues or I don't know yeah, segues or preludes into the, the parts where I get cut off so you guys can hopefully keep up with the story but as always happy Father's Day and thanks for joining the homie one more time on the rooftops I love you.